You're listening to Sounds Good. The podcast that makes your sound sound good. Do you know this one? <laughs> In this episode, we'll take a first look at file management. The purpose of this is to make us feel more comfortable with our files in order to be more productive. If we feel at ease with our files and directories, we are more in control of the machine and the software on it. So in this episode, we'll make a start at building some confidence and try to quickly find files in our huge sound libraries. We'll look at external drives, the OS X Finder application, Logic's project manager and audio window and a program called Audio Finder. In future episodes of Sounds Good, we'll touch upon file management issues again, because it's a very broad topic to discuss. Let's start at the basic level of drives. Do you have an external drive? Sure you have. If you don't, consider buying an external drive for your audio and video. By leaving the main drive available exclusively for your operating system and its applications, you gain a lot of performance. It also keeps your files more organized, which is a good way to stay sane. Also, if you keep your projects and all the files that belong to it on an external drive, you can take the drive to another computer and continue with the same project without any hassles. We can use our external drive for our Logic project files, audio files, EXS24 samples and also for recording and temporary files. A quick way to inspect or set our Logic recording path is by click-holding the record button in the transport window. In the pop-up menu that opens, choose set audio record path. I would suggest to use a song-specific recording path under choose path. When we create a new project, no recording path is set yet, but as soon as we save it, the recording path is set relative to the project folder. You can make it a habit to use save as project from the file menu instead of save as because save as project creates a folder for you. Save as project is also a great way to take your logic project to another computer. Let's take a look at this together because it can save us a lot of headaches. Let's say we started with some toy project which we saved on our desktop. We've used some of our own sounds from a directory of files we have gathered over the years. We also dragged in some Apple loops. To make it even worse, we created our own EXS24 sampler instrument, which in turn uses its own files. Since we auditioned some files which we decided not to use, there's also some unused files in the audio window. So what's the problem, you might say? We can load the project, we can bounce it to disk. We can even copy our LSO file, that's our logic project, to a backup directory and hey, it still works fine. But let's say we store this file for several months or years and then we or someone else wants to remix it. So what happened in the meantime? Maybe we upgraded OS X. Maybe we even had to reinstall everything. Or maybe we reorganized our huge sample library and moved files around. When we then open our logic project file, it very possibly might spit out several warnings and errors about files that are not found. To avoid such future headaches, make it a habit to save your file as a project when you're finished with it. In our example, we have a file called bad.lso on our desktop which references a lot of files all over the system. This project is now finished. With the project open in Logic, we choose save as project. In most cases, we will choose copy for all settings. 
rarely it is needed to actually move files. There's one entry that needs our special attention which is audio files not used in a range. We can use separate which stores these files in a special directory. If disk space is not an issue we better keep all files around. What we may not need in this version might be very handy in a future version or remix. By choosing separate we know exactly which files are part of a project but didn't make it into the arrangement. We can also find such unused files at the audio window level. We open the audio window and choose edit select unused. This immediately shows us which regions and files are not used in the arrangement. Simply by pressing backspace we can then tidy up the project a bit if we want to. This can be a good practice if we need to clean up our project a bit, but in this day and age where our time is more of a restriction than our disk space we usually don't bother with this. But let's go back to save as project. We've saved our project which was scattered all over the system to a new project called Good. If we look at this project, it's an orderly directory where all audio files are stored in their designated folders. Take a look at the difference of the file locations in our audio window. This is the bad project where everything was scattered all over the system. And these are the file locations of the files in the audio window of the good project. If you don't see this information in your audio window, check show file info from the view menu in the audio window. We can burn this good project to a CD or store it on a backup volume. As all references to the files in these directories are relative, we can copy this project to a different drive and Logic will still find all the files in it. Save as project is a great way to store our finished projects, ensuring they will remain valid in the future. Now let us take a closer look at the Finder application. Like we said in the beginning, it helps build confidence to know exactly where our files are stored on the drives. The default configuration of the finder window may be a bit too much consumer for our taste, so let's change that. In the finder window, right click or control click on the metal part on top and choose customize toolbar from the menu. Drag the path icon to your finder window's toolbar. This way whenever we see a file, we can instantly see where it's located on our system. Command clicking on the title of the finder window will show the same information, by the way. Now right click or control click in the white space of your finder window and from the menu choose show view options. Check show item info. This shows us details about files and folders and it even shows us the amount of free space on our disks. One of the things that's sort of missing from OS X is a fast way to rehearse audio files. Sure we can use column view and play our audio files, but for our huge libraries of sounds, we can do better than that. The first option is using a wonderful program called Audio Finder, which was suggested to me by Claude Young a while back. I've been using it ever since and I highly recommend buying a license for it. You can use the free edition with some limitations first to see if you enjoy this software. Audio Finder lets you browse your audio files. It can play back just about every kind of audio file. You can create your own personal shortcuts to directories. Audio Finder also converts to MP3, AIFF or to EXS24 instruments. 
If we want to convert the bit depth or sample rate, Audio Finder will also do that for us. There's a link to Audio Finder in the show notes. You may be wondering if you can do some of these things already using Logic. For this we will look into the Audio window and the Project Manager window. We'll start by batch converting several files to MP3 format, just as an example. We open the audio window from the menu in Logic. Next, we'll add some files to it, which we want to convert to MP3 files. We set the quality of our MP3 files beforehand by going to Logic Pro, Preferences, Audio. We then move to the MP3 tab. Your personal settings may depend on your quality requirements. Most of the time, VBR or variable bitrate encoding can be enabled. Highest quality, best encoding, filter below 10 Hz and joint stereo are good settings too. Now we select all the files we want to convert to MP3 in the audio window and choose Audio File Convert to MP3 from the menu. The last thing we'll do is locate the file using Logic Project Manager. You can start the project manager from the Windows menu. If you've never used a project manager before, the first thing to do is have it index your entire system. For our purpose we navigate to Scan Paths. Here we add the include directories we want the project manager to include in its search for files. We can be very specific in terms of the directories to include or exclude in this search. For the sake of simplicity though, we add every drive and partition for now using add include path. We then choose functions scan from the project manager. This will now scan our entire system an operation which takes several minutes to complete. When all is done we can now easily find files and add them to our project. Let's find the sound of a space age motorcycle which we know we had somewhere in our sound library. In the project manager window switch to find mode. Check the audio checkbox because we're looking for an audio file. We leave everything at default for now. In the contains control we type space because the file name contains the word space. If we now click find, all the audio files with the word space in them are displayed on the right immediately. If we open the file using the arrow control and click hold the waveform, the file is rehearsed. Yep, that's the right Space Age motorcycle. We drag the file directly from the project manager to the arrange window. I'm sure you can already see the immense benefits of using Logic's project manager. Our Loopmaster CD for this episode is Polyester Loops. Glitches, pops, stutters and all manner of chemical electro samples and loops are the mainstay of this truly inspired and original sample collection, which includes over 2000 polyester samples, 500 glitching loops, 20 high velocity super funked layered drum kits. Featuring the processed buzzes, clicks, pops and crackles from Jersey Corson Studio in Poland, he has created a unique collection of loops and ultra responsive drum kit patches. 
If you need a CD coming from an all new direction created by one of the most imaginative and creative sample manglers of the planet, then make sure you check out this CD. Whether you are making hip hop tracks, film scores, house and techno music, electro, drum and bass, IDM, you will find inspiration and creativity is guaranteed when you sample polyester loops. package includes two data CDs with acidized wave and Rex 2 samples and patches for reasons NNXT, Hadian, Contact and EXS24 samplers. The CD is Mac and PC compatible and will work with nearly all music software packages and every sample is guaranteed copyright free. Use the coupon code currently displayed to get a nice discount. The gorgeous music in this episode was produced by Evolve, courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network. 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 Podsafe Music Evolve is the brainchild of composer-producer Red Broad. Their debut album Happy Hour in the Gene Pool was released November 1st, 2006 and has since met with much critical acclaim. Already in rotation on XM Radio as well as many internet radio stations, this CD is available on Amazon, iTunes and CD Baby. Includes episode 13 of Sounds Good. You may already have noticed the PayPal donation button on my site and some of you have even used it. That's of course very much appreciated. I'm now putting back episodes into Amazon's S3 service to make space for new episodes on my Podhoster account. This should all be transparent to you, but if you encounter any problems downloading old episodes, please let me know. You can still be part of our Loopmasters contest. For details you can listen to the previous episode of Sounds Good. I just moved to the city of Utrecht in the Netherlands because I found a new job as a Pro Tools mixer and editor for Dutch national television. It might become a bit more difficult for me to do this podcast, especially during this phase when my girlfriend and I are looking for a new place to live. But Sounds Good will of course go on. Please bear with me if I may occasionally need a few more days to put out an episode. 
And if you love using Pro Tools too, I might use it more often in this show now that I'm using it every day at work. Thanks for listening and we'll talk again next time. Hi, this is Mike from the UC Radio Pod Show. A few weeks back, a number of us podcasters decided that it was time to make a statement about the power that nobody in traditional media seems to think that we have. See, to big media, podcasters are amateurs at best, completely clueless at worst. So to that end, I, along with an ever-growing list of podcasters, our collective listeners, independent artists, as well as their labels, are asking that on March 22nd, 2007, you take two minutes of your time and 99 cents of your hard-earned cash and go to the website bumrushthecharts.com to prove the big media labels wrong. We are asking that you purchase the song Mine Again by the band Black Lab as we try to take over the charts as a movement and to show the labels and the world just what kind of artists are being turned away simply because they just won't give in and do as they're told by guys that have probably never written a song or stepped on a stage to perform. So why Black Lab? Well, they've been signed to both Sony Epic and Geffen record labels and have had to fight both to regain rights to their music. And they won both times. So if anyone knows how manipulative and just flat out wrong the major labels can be, it's Black Lab. Now, before you start doing the math in your head to try to figure out who benefits the most from this financially, let me stop you. All proceeds from the sale of Mine Again made through the link on the Bum Rush the Charts website will be donated to college scholarships. Why? Because most podcast listeners are in that age group. But more importantly, as the largest block of consumers for the big labels, they are the most misunderstood group that the labels deal with on a daily basis. And what's more, Black Lab is donating half of everything they make to the same scholarship fund. So in the end, to make a statement and to be part of a movement that actually matters, Hit up bumrushthecharts.com on March 22nd and buy the tune Mine Again through the iTunes affiliate link on the page. So keep this in mind. If it works this one time with this one song and this one band, what's to say that we as a group cannot do this with any song, with any band, every day? It's time Big Media started to listen to the people that listen to their artists, and it all starts with you. (laughs) 